What is up, everyone? This is Avery Smith, creator of Data Career Jumpstart and Snow Data Science. Welcome back to the Data Career Podcast, a podcast that gives you, the data enthusiast, the tools you need to build an amazing data career. Whether that's breaking into data science, landing a senior data position, or building a new data team or product, this podcast is here to help. This is episode 13, Do Projects, Bootcamps, and More, an Ask Avery session from May 18th of 2021, and this is probably my favorite Ask Avery show that I've done in quite a while, at least in the last few months. We had some folks show up to do a live Q&A session with me, Ricardo and Quincy. They were both awesome. Ricardo was from my, I guess it's not my hometown, but my old town of Spring, Texas, and Quincy was from, I think the Netherlands, and it was 2 a.m. He stayed up till 2 a.m., such a stud. Um, they asked some awesome questions, and it was so fun to talk to them face-to-face. We talked about how to stand out in getting a job, a data job with Ricardo, and Quincy asked about my opinion on data science boot camps versus master's versus bachelor's degrees. Uh, we also took two written questions from Robert and Adnan. They asked me about a structured plan to learn data science as well. How can you have confidence that data science is right for you? I think overall, it was a pretty decent episode, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you guys too. Um, One note, I'm going to be ending the giveaway for the podcast rate and review. So all you need to do is, if, if you're listening to the podcast right now, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a review and a rating as it really helps the show. Um, I'll probably by the end of next week or the start of or the start of next week, I'll be choosing two random people who, who reviewed the podcast to receive a shout out on my personal LinkedIn with 16,000 followers as well as the podcast. So if you're interested in that or you just want to help the show, please rate and review the podcast. Okay, with that being said, I'm really excited for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. The episode will play just after a short message from this episode's sponsor. What is up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. It must be that time of the week again. It must be time for the Ask Avery Show. Thank you so much for joining. Really appreciate it. And I hope you guys find this session really useful. I'm really excited. We're at least definitely going to have one guest today, um, maybe another that can basically ask me any question they want. Uh, I'm streaming from LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, If you don't follow me on YouTube, please, please, please do me a favor. Go check out my YouTube channel, Avery Smith Data Scientist. You should be able to find me. I post a lot of these videos and I'll be posting more videos in the future. Also, another big plug for the Data Career Podcast. Um, This podcast, I I just officially started it, I guess, last week, but I think we're already on episode 12 or something like that. So lots of good data content. Um, If you're watching live, I have it in the top right-hand corner. Oh, top right-hand corner, Data Career Podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, With that being said, once again, thank you for joining. If you're here watching the live stream, go go ahead and say hello in the comments. I want to know that you're here. I want to say hello. Thank you so much for watching. Um, This is the Ask Avery Show, where you can literally ask me anything that you want. So today, we at least have one guest. We have Ricardo, who's going to come on. And he's going to ask me anything he wants. Um, we also have um, two mailbag responses. Um, so you can also, if you don't want to come on the show or the time doesn't work for you, you can send me, uh, I have a little Google form where you can write any question you want and I'll, I'll bring it up. So we have two of those questions today um, as well as a live guest. So with that being said, let's go ahead and hop into it. Ricardo, 
Hello, can you hear us? Hello. Yes, what's going on? Hey, nothing much. Good afternoon. I I really appreciate you uh being here and being on time. Um I thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Appreciate you having me in the show. Thank you. Yeah. So okay, I guess first tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you currently? What what do you do? What's your background? Background comes from various uh as management, uh sales. Uh, finance. So right now I'm currently working at a uh, construction company, Insight Sales. Uh, I recently just finished boot camp, uh, data science boot camp. At, oh, uh, you did? Yes, at the uh, University of, of uh, Texas in Austin. Okay. Sweet. So yeah, mm-hmm. I earned a certificate there in uh, November 2020. Okay. So I'm currently uh, uh, looking for a career in, in, in data science so, or data uh, analyst so actively actively searching for that so I'm fo- I'll follow you I'll follow a lot of a lot of other uh, you know community in the data science community and LinkedIn so um, I'm just learning a lot right now and trying to stay up, up to date with the, all, the, all the data science out there that's going on <laughs> yeah sure. there's definitely there's definitely a lot to, to keep up with um, mm-hmm. how did you find the boot camp did you did you did you enjoy it was it useful? Uh, it was very useful. I learned a lot of uh, programs that, you know, it's, it's pretty, it was pretty tough, 24 weeks. So wow. it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. And uh, and uh, I learned a lot. So right now I'm trying to stay focused and, and, and learn, you know, it was something really quick. So I'm trying to learn Python right now. I'm not really an expert on it, but uh, I guess you never learn, you know, as if I hear everybody, you and everybody else, you're never going to be an expert. You don't continue learning. Well, I was going to say, I don't think I'm even an expert. I mean, <laughs> there, there's so much to learn in Python. It is so yes. big. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I guess, I guess looking forward, like, how do you feel like, did the, did the, what did the bootcamp not give you? Do you feel like what, what was it missing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Right now, I mean, they helped me up a little bit, but I mean, it was, it is, you know, they, they, of course, I have all, I had an awesome instructor, don't get me wrong. A lot of uh, good people with support, but that was just there in class. Besides, you know, looking for, making sure you find a job, that's something, you know, that's the support I didn't, I didn't get, you know, too much. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm grateful with, with, with the, university offered and then I have a certificate in that and you yeah. know I'm just gonna run with it and go with it you know yeah so maybe mm-hmm. maybe it was missing a little bit of the uh of the like data and job part of the I'm sorry not the data the job and career portion maybe a little yes bit. it was missing a little bit of that but like I said I did get a little support of that but okay now I'm just uh you know we'll see what happens Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been like applying for jobs? Any any luck there? How's that experience been so far? I've been applying to a lot of positions. Uh, I don't know if, if I'm you know overqualified because of the years I have in my background. I also have a business degree in finance, so uh, and you know I earned a certificate. So I don't know if I'm think I'm thinking I'm too overqualified or I'm not too much qualified, you know, because I I, I did a boot camp. Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, but I've been applying a lot, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to find good positions. Where have you been like looking for, for different positions? I mean, I've been looking at small companies. I've been looking at the big thing that they always stress is look at small companies. Yeah. Private companies. 
but I'm also been hunting like the big companies, you know, Microsoft, Chase, uh, all those guys out there, you know, and, and, and just an example, you know, Amazon, how many really tried Amazon? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they, they want too much qualifications, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, that, that like scares me away. But, you know, I've been applying, I've been looking, um, I got HPE moving in. Uh, from California over here around the corner. Oh, I don't know. I don't true, know if you huh? know, but I live in Spring, Texas, where you used to live. Oh, you do? So, okay. Yeah, yes. I live so HPE is moving right there in front of Exxon. Yeah. I'm at. So I'm looking at that, see if I'm gonna apply there. Oh, that would be, gonna open that would up be a next good Yeah, they're gonna open yeah. up next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. That's yeah. that's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um and, and Ricardo, how how can I help you? Do you do you have like a question or like is there is there something you, you've struggled with recently about, about this search? Um, what's your advice and, you know, what am I, if I'm searching wrong or what's your advice of going besides sitting down and continue to learning Python? You know, the big, that's, that's one of the biggest uh, languages out there, very popular. What, what's your advice on me doing that? Yeah. So I think, oh gosh, this is so hard. It's, it's actually, it's actually really interesting. So, so recently, um, I, I put out a, a job, um, I was hiring. Um, mm-hmm. and so I put out a job on LinkedIn, just on LinkedIn and on my own website, um, saying I was hiring and it was such an interesting experience being on the other side of, of the job search, right? Because I, I've applied to so many jobs on LinkedIn and I'm going to be honest, it was a terrible experience. I got, I got like 300 or 400 applicants. And it's so hard to go through all those applicants and LinkedIn just does a really bad job of, um, of like highlighting people for you. They just, it just doesn't show you very much information. Mm -hmm. I basically see your degree and I basically see where you're working now. That's like the only thing I see to start. Um, so it's really hard to stand out in a big crowd like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think, I think networking is really key because there's so many applicants to, to these different jobs. You know, even, even my job, um, I had 400 applicants. And to be honest, I really only talked to the people that I had, that, that I had, that either applied on my own website or that I had like seen on LinkedIn, like they've commented on my posts or they've like sent me a message before and I recognize their name. Otherwise it was so hard to go through all of those and like figure out who, who was good and who was bad. So I think, I think networking is such a, an important thing because I mean, that's just, it's so hard to compete in a big pool, you know, mm, is, but if yes. you know someone who knows someone, then that's such a good place to be. Um, so have you, have you done much networking yet or are still working on it? Uh, right now I'm doing a lot of networking on LinkedIn, but like I said, it's just, I ask, you know, I feel like I don't ask, but you know what, you know, it's just your career and you ask and, and, and uh, other than that, I mean, I, I haven't attended anything now they open up Texas. So I don't know. I don't know too many. I'm going to start looking for mm. uh, job, job fairs, but yeah. mostly I feel like when job fairs come up, I feel like it's mostly sales or, or into other, other, other careers. And then I, I don't feel like they're focusing too much in, in, in data, you know, I don't know if it's because it's still out there, it's new, or, you know, some companies are afraid to tackle it, you know, because, like I said, I keep trying to keep up with a lot of news in, in the data world. Yeah, that that's interesting. But I, I'm glad you're networking on LinkedIn. I think that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is, this is pretty crazy. I would start posting 
once once a week on LinkedIn. Post something you learned from your your boot camp, or maybe one of your homework problems, or a project you did. Post those like once a week on, okay. on LinkedIn, um, and tag me in them and say, "Hey, Avery, like, what do you think about this project?" Okay. And I'll, I'll go, I'll like, and I'll comment on it. And mm -hmm. and that the algorithm works so that like if I go and I like and comment on it, other people will see it. You know, and and my your I guess it'd be your second connections, mm -hmm. people I'm connected to that you're not connected to. And maybe there's someone in my network, you know, that that's looking to hire Ricardo. Um, and you, you just never know. It's so crazy. I think, I think LinkedIn's such an underutilized space. Um, over, over a year ago, I had like <laughs> 600 connections on LinkedIn, you know, wow. and then, a, and then a year later, um, I'm, I'm over 16,000, you know, and that's, yeah. it's, that's not like, it's not, it doesn't really matter how many connections you have, but the mm. idea is every connection I do have could open a door that I don't even know exists that I'm really excited about. You know, it yes. could be my next job. It could be this, it could be that, it could be a new friend. It's just the, the, the opportunities on LinkedIn are in my opinion, pretty limitless. And so I definitely try to maximize that the best you can. And one okay. way to do that is, is posting weekly. Um, and it can be about whatever you, you never know what works until you try. And also learn also to uh, attend to some of your, your shows. And uh, I, I'm going to take that advice, find something that you like. So oh, yeah. what fascinates me is the brain. Oh, yeah? Uh, how, how people how people's brains work. And it's a supercomputer, in my opinion, you know? It is, yeah. So I'm trying to see if I can find some data sets and maybe oh, yeah. just go from there and, and, and go with the with going with the brain that fascinates me, something that, that you like. So I'm going to take your advice from, from the past shows that, you know, and my question, the other question I have for you is where can I find good data sets besides, uh, what is it, Gaggle and what other other websites out there that, that, I, could, that I could look under? Yeah, um, I think that's, you know, that's great. Doing a project about something you're passionate about is a mm. great way to learn. And it's also motivating to share with others, you know, post about it on LinkedIn, that, that project. Um, mm -hmm. That's what I'm about to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. In terms of where to find good data sets, I think Kaggle is one of the best. Okay. Um, the other one that people don't know much about is, uh, it's actually really simple, but, but Google actually has their own data set repository now. Um, oh, wow. I think it's called, Google. it's like called Google uh, data set search or something like that. Okay. And some of them are paid data sets. Some of them are free data sets. Mm -hmm. um, but between Kaggle and that, I'm usually able to find something pretty good. Okay. Um, otherwise, otherwise, I'll just throw it into Google, you know, uh, brain data. <laughs> and, there you go, brain data up. or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, it would also be interesting, especially because you're, you know, the brain is, is part of our health. Um, mm -hmm health, the health industry often has like different sites that might have the data set. Um, also, also the government's usually tied in with like health initiatives and health, uh, studies and the government mm -hmm. often makes a lot of their data sets open, open source. So okay. the, the U S has a decent amount of data. I'm not super familiar with all of the, the brain ones, but, mm -hmm. but look up like government data sets that those are usually good places to search. Awesome. Yeah. That, that's, that's what fascinates me. So I figured, hey, you know, I'm learning all this data, I'm learning Python, and and maybe grab some data sets and go from there, and just do charts or do something projects and go from there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think I think mm -hmm. you're in a great place, Ricardo. You have all the skills. You know, you you spent the time doing the boot camp. Now mm -hmm. it's just time to show those skills off. And I think the best way to do that, like you said, is doing personal projects. You know, doing something you're passionate about, 
and then not only doing it, but making sure you shout it to the whole world multiple yes. times. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to take, maybe you do a project and it has five different parts. You know, you have to get the data, you have to clean the data, you have to like explore the data, you have to make a model, and then you have to deploy the model. That's five different steps. I would mm -hmm. make a LinkedIn post for each one of the steps, drag it okay. out and like, and, and shout it out. Just make okay. people know about it and, and tag me and, and let's try to get this rolling on LinkedIn. Awesome. Yes. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Sweet. That's, that's perfect. Well, okay. Uh, any other questions for me, Ricardo? Uh, right now that's uh, pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, I've been following Sweet. you. You've been, you, I've been learning a lot from you and, and I really appreciate, you know, you having me here in the show and, and asking you those couple questions and learning a little bit about me. Yeah, of course. It was such a great pleasure learning about you, Ricardo. And I wish, I wish I was back in spring, Texas. So we could have gotten some uh, some corkscrew barbecue. Oh yes! That would, that oh would yeah, that'd be good. Yes. <laughs> uh, and in the next life, maybe when I'll come back to uh, Houston. Uh, there you go. But but thank you so much for joining the show, man. I really appreciate you, Ricardo. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Talk later. Take care. Perfect. That was awesome. Thank you, Ricardo. Um, we also have another guest, Quincy. Quincy, can you hear me? Hey, can you can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Thank you so much for joining. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Where are you calling from? I'm uh, based in Amsterdam, Netherlands. Oh, wow. So it is like, yeah. like 2 4 a.m.? 2 a.m. Uh, yeah. 2 a.m. in the morning. I uh, woke up early for you. <laughs> Dude, I, I so appreciate that, man. That's absolutely incredible. Um, I hope I hope I give you a uh, I hope I give you some good answers then. <laughs> I've seen um, some of your shows uh, previously, so uh, you're probably giving me some uh, good answers. Okay, good. I, well, thank you so much for joining. I, I really appreciate that. Um, tell us a little bit about your background. What do you do right now? And I guess, what are you hoping to do in the future? So um, I'm currently studying a master's in digital business and innovation. So I'm more of a data science enthusiast. I'm uh, interning right now at Unilever. And what we're doing uh, in, um, in, in a global customer development team. And uh, I've done a lot of uh, data partnership projects where we're uh, working with retailers and with the, with the data, data science team. I'm uh, doing some interesting projects on how to combine the data from the Unilever as a, as a manufacturer with retailers. Uh, so that's actually how I got into uh, this thesis project I'm, I'm doing right now. Uh, what I'm studying, uh, what I'm trying to research actually, is uh, career development or professional development of data scientists. And then oh. we're focusing mainly on, on the difference between bachelor and master's programs, which are relatively long, versus uh, data science boot camps. Because I've seen in, in some previous shows of yours that data science boot camps um, are not everything always, but we do see in practice a lot of people um, like Ricardo, actually, that, that do a data science bootcamp and then start a career and have a successful career after that. And I'm wondering why. Um, because the question for me is, do you think uh, you can replace um, a yeah, an entire bachelor program of four years uh, with a data science bootcamp? Is that enough? It, it 100%. Year? Yeah, it 100% is enough. And, and I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I really believe... I believe college is good. Um, I have an undergraduate degree. I went to college um, and I have, I have a master's degree. I, you know, um, and parts of both programs were good and parts of both programs were sucky and stupid and dumb and not necessary and expensive. 
Um, so I think, I think boot camps can replace, I can't, I think they can be even more useful than a master's degree. I think, I think having an undergraduate degree is always good. Um, but I think a boot camp could replace that. I think we've already seen it in software development, right? I think, I think, okay, that's not completely true, but you can get a pretty good job in a, in, you know, a boot camp from a software development standpoint. I mean, maybe not as good of a job as if you have a bachelor's degree in computer science, but I think really we need to look to, you know, software development and web development as people who have paved the waves. I think those career tracks are similar to data science. Um, and so we kind of look to those to model what data science might look like in the future. Um, so I think you can definitely have a boot camp that replaces a bachelor's degree. But with that being said, there is a huge cash grab going on right now in the fields because everyone wants to get into data science and everyone wants to make a boot camp for it. Um, and so I think some of these boot camps are sometimes hollow. I think some are really good. I think some are not very good. Um, I couldn't tell you necessarily which ones are which because I haven't taken all of them. Um, I've only you know heard some things about some. Um, but but I really think boot camps, you could take a data science boot camp and have a career in a matter of months. I definitely think you can do that. Well, that is really interesting because what, what what I think, and I've did some interviews before this with, with, with some other data scientists, and what came back in every interview, and they said the, essentially the same thing. It is possible, um, but you do have to have some kind of love for the unknown or something because you always need to be in a, some kind of learning mode. You need to be curious about, about what's in the data. Is that also uh, the case for you? Because how, how do you manage your learning activities? Do you still learn new things in your work? Oh yeah, I learn new things every day. Um, but here's the, here's the miracle of life, it's Google. I mean, I Google things <laughs> every day and I'm learning every day. And there's so much open source free things about data science on the internet. Um, I've had master's courses. So think about it. This is like the top of the top education in America, right? And they tell me to like, oh yeah, go to this link and read this page. Like I could have done that for free. Why am I paying you, you know, $10,000 for you to tell me to go to this website and read it for free? Um, I mean, and that's good and it's bad because education, you know, everyone, I, I hope everyone can get educated, you know? And it, there's so much free stuff online. Um, but yeah, that being said, if you want to be a really successful data scientist, you definitely have to love to learn. And you, there's definitely a skill in learning and there's a skill in learning on the, online. Um, and I got way better at that as I, I, each year I go in college, I get really, I, I honestly want to put Googling on my resume. Googling is a skill as a data scientist. And if you I mean, there's this like meme, it's like, who's the best coder? Well, it's just the best Googler. And that's not necessarily true, but it kind of has some truth element in it. Um, so if you know how to Google and you love to learn, um, there's so much free resources online that you're going to do well in the data science world. All right. That's uh, a good answer. Thank you for that. Um, the second question I had was was for, also for data scientists. Um, there's in, in general a paradox for every job uh, in every industry, it's the difference between the specialization skills or generalizable skills. For specialization, uh, you can thrive in one thing and you, you'll be the best in that specific thing and no one's better than you. Uh, and the, on the other one, you have the generalizable skills, more about core data science and analytics skills. And I was wondering, 
what do you think is better? Because in general, you could say data scientists are more generalists, right? But the, but then, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that yeah. I mean, it's definitely a trade-off because you can't know it all. Um, you can't be an expert at everything because data science is so broad and there's so many different facets. You definitely cannot know everything about everything. Um, and I know that from experience because I try. <laughs> um, I'm a data science generalist. Um, and sometimes I really wish I wasn't. I really wish I chose one thing and honed down on it. Um, but I love everything too much. Like I am genuinely excited about all these different aspects of it. That makes it really hard for me just to choose one aspect of it and get really good at it. But I, I think it's to my detriment sometimes. Sometimes it's to my advantage because I'm, I'm a jack of all traits. I can kind of do everything. But sometimes it's like, man, I feel like I can make a lot more money if I just chose one thing and was the best at it in the world. Um, so I'm, I'm still struggling with that myself. I think I'm struggling to find something I love the most. Like what's the one thing out of all these data science things that I'm like obsessed with? I don't know if I've found that yet. Um, but if you're getting into the data science field, I suggest becoming, at least at first, become a specialist. Well, I guess it depends on your, what your type of job you're going for. But I think if you're a specialist, your life is easier and you can make more money with less effort. You don't have to learn as much. You have to know a lot about what the field, the one field you care about. But I think being a generalist is pretty exhaustive from my experience. Um, and it can be, it can be, oh, my camera just died, I think. Um, it can be beneficial for the one field that you're in, okay? Oh, it can be beneficial if you're at a small company. If you're a generalist at a small company, that's a great place to be um, because they need you to be a generalist. But I, I think specialists make more money in the long term. But does being a generalist mean that, that you understand a little bit of everything or do you choose to maybe choose maybe five things, okay? I want to be good at these four or five competences to be able to thrive on in this job or in this industry? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. It could be, it could be like three to five things, or it could be 15 things. I, I think you probably don't want to go to 15 things because that gets really exhausting and difficult to be good at 15 things. But if you could be good, for instance, at like some sort of data acquisition, like whether it's web scraping or you just know data engineering really well, um, if you could be good at data exploring, data visualization, machine learning, and cloud computing, that's a good five. That that's a fab five right there. You're gonna be, you're gonna be fantastic if you can do those those five things really well. Um, you could add a lot more things to that, and maybe not be as good, but you could be you know decent at all those things. Or you could just say, you know what, I'm gonna be the best at cloud computing there is. I, it's to each their own, and I think it depends on your situation and your goals in life. Uh, if you want to work for a big company like Facebook, get really, 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 really good at one thing and they will pay you. Oh, I got to change my battery. Hold on. And they will pay you uh, a lot of money to be really, really good at that one thing. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a hard choice. I'm still figuring it out, Quincy. I don't know the answer. So it's more of a specific personal preference if you want to be more of a generalist or a specialist. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, okay. That were my questions, Avery. So uh, I would like to thank you. Yeah, thank you. Want to ask thank me? you. Um, actually, yeah, there is one thing. So you you had mentioned um, that you've you've talked to some other people about this idea 
about about the boot camps and the value that they bring and maybe the value that they lack. Um, what's what's one thing that you've heard or seen about data science boot camps that 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 seem like it's like a gap, like something's missing? Okay, you know what the thing is about about the difference between bachelor and, and data science boot camps. Okay, with the bachelor, they say, okay, you really try to dig in and understand the underlying mechanisms of why something is or, or why something is that, and say, okay. And with data science boot camps, they say, okay, it's more road learning, it's more learning by doing practice oriented, and sometimes it's more. And that's also maybe I think it's more specific preference of of you want to learn by doing, or or you want to first dig in, go a couple of years and studying. Uh, and then say, okay, I want to do, I want to try my, uh, what I studied the last years in practice. Because what you do can ask yourself, you can do a, a boot camp for, I don't know, it could be six months, it could be a year, and then work for three years, or you could do um, an entire bachelor for three to four to five years, and then who's further at, at, at after five years? I think that someone with experience, but then also still depends on, on the other factors, like do you have a mentor or do you have someone senior above you? It, it depends on so many things. That's why it's really difficult to answer if, if you can replace something that's been there for so many years, the bachelor and the master's. Yeah, you're right. Um, it definitely depends where you get hired into and, and who's there. Um, I learned data science kind of on my own with without without really having a, a huge mentor. Um, but, but I mean, it's, it's hard to do and I wasn't doing everything right. So I made, I made a lot of mistakes. So, okay. That's, that's a really interesting question. Um, as, as my bootcamp comes out, I'm, I'm aiming for July. I'm going to be releasing a data science bootcamp that's focused on building your personal brand and, and being a data science. So it's going to teach you all the, the Python, the R, the SQL, but it kind of goes into what Ricardo and I were talking about earlier. It also goes into, okay, well, how do we market yourself? How do we, how do we get you hired? And I, and I think that's through building a personal brand, through posting on LinkedIn, through building a portfolio, having a website. You know, I think that's how you really get jobs that are really fulfilling um, to, to you. So anyways, I'll, I'll keep in touch with you uh, over the next few months while I'm building this bootcamp. I'm aiming, I'm aiming for it to come out in July and I'm, I'm hoping that it will be able to be cheaper than most boot camps and also be more effective. Um, and and personally, I'm I'm a learn. I learn by doing. And so the whole whole course, the, you know, like a lot of like, for instance, my master's. Uh, I'm on my last semester of my master's, and it's I have to do a capstone project. The whole semester, I do one project. I'm doing mine with Utah Jazz, so I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> but but like, you have a class, and then at the end, you'll have a project, right? The way I'm going to teach this bootcamp is there is only projects. There's no final project. Everything you do is a project. Um, and I think that's how, at least that's how I learn best. So I think there will probably be other people like me out there. So I'm excited about it. I'll keep you, I'll keep you in mind, Quincy. And yeah, I'm excited we'll for you. Touch. Thanks, my man. I uh, appreciate you staying up and I uh, hope you get some rest. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Thank you. All right. See you later, Quincy. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Bye-bye. Oh, Bye-bye. Okay, that well, that was awesome. It's always crazy when people stay up late. That really impresses me. <laughs> what what dedication? Um, I did see um, I did see some questions. I wanted to just quickly uh, shout out in the comments here. 
We have Anvesh. He also mentioned data.world is a good place to find data sources. Totally true. Um, Eric's here. He said, hello from Durham, North Carolina. Eric's awesome. Go give him a follow, Eric Sims. Um, LinkedIn user, I couldn't see who you are, but hello. Tuning in from the Twin Cities. And I don't know if this is you or someone else, but I'm going to take this question right now. And that is, you mentioned a while ago that your dream job was ExxonMobil. Did I really? I, maybe it was my dream job. Yeah, okay. You've obviously left that position, but what is your next dream job? Um, so the reason I probably said ExxonMobil was my dream job was because I was a chemical engineer. That was my background. And to be honest, ExxonMobil's was, I don't even know if I'll say is, but was basically the top of chemical engineering in the United States. So I was very excited to work for, chem, for, uh, for ExxonMobil. Um, and it paid really well. <laughs> that, that was probably the, the main reason why it was my dream job. It paid really, really well. Um, what's my dream job now? I'm living it. I am living it. I am, I'm living my dream job. This is my, this is my dream. Um, you know, I, I, I took a six-figure salary and I left for the unknown because I wanted to live my dream. And this is my dream to be an entrepreneur, to run a business, um, to do data science on my own to teach people data science that I love to teach. And I'm really excited to teach, do stuff like this and talk to people. That's my dream job. And if it wasn't my dream job, I wouldn't have left the cushy corporate life for it. Um, I'd, I'd be working for a, another company. If you ask me my second dream job, it is and forever will be the data scientist for the Utah Jazz probably. Um, I'm still gunning for that position. And, and that's probably the only thing that would ever take me away from what I'm doing now. Um, but even that being said, I don't think I'm really I'm really excited about this this boot camp I'm putting out. So ask me after the boot camp. But for now, this is my dream job. Okay, good question. That made me think for a while. Okay, we received um, a couple questions um, on the uh, on the what's this called the Google form, the Ask Avery mailbox. So this one is from Adnan Aslam. Hey Avery, hope you were well. I want to switch to data science. But with a plethora of resources, it's hard to see the wood from the trees. Yeah, I totally understand. Professionally, my experience is as a subsea pipeline engineer, so lots of numbers, um, easily handled in Excel, no requirement to clean masses of data and analyze statistically. Yeah, that's most engineers, I would say. I know basic Python, VBA, comfortable with coding, maths, and statistical concepts, so I don't need to start from scratch, but I definitely need help to develop a structured plan to build specific data science skills. Thought I'd get your view. So Adnan, it sounds like to me, you already have a great background. You know how to code, you know math, you know stats. It's just like, well, how do I start doing data science? And this goes back to what we are talking about earlier. Do by doing, learn by doing, learn by doing a project. So let's Adnan, I challenge you to do a project in data science. Um, so there's different branches of data science that you can do this project in. I find that the one that is most reachable, most fun, least amount of effort, like biggest reward per smallest effort, you know, is data visualization. Data visualization is really cool because you can turn a table that has millions of rows and dozens of columns into something that a human can cognitively understand. That's a very powerful skill. And it's very addicting. Um, so I challenge you to do a project in data visualization. It, doesn't, it usually doesn't require any coding, although you can. I do most of my graphs in Python. Um, and... Uh, you can use Tableau, you can use Power BI, you can use uh, a bunch of free different versions, whatever. 
just make a graph, make a graph that tells a story, make a couple graphs, make a dashboard. I think that is such a good, easy place to get into data science. Um, if you want to get into something a little bit more complex and mathematical, maybe try something with stats, maybe do an ANOVA or a hypothesis test, um, calculate some p-values. That would be a good place to start. Um, I, To be honest, I don't necessarily love stats as much as I probably should. Um, so I don't have like any projects off the top of my head. But start data visualization. Um, the next place where I would go is machine learning. But that gets a lot more complex. So um, not going to get into that one because that requires coding. Um, if you are going to do machine learning, you can start with the Titanic data set, the Iris data set, or the Boston housing data set. Those are the three easiest data sets to do. I would, I would recommend starting there. Thank you for the question, Adnan. I appreciate it. Okay, another written question here from Robert Cormix, Cormo. I'm a, sorry, I butchered that. I'm a chemical engineering college senior. I realize I want to transition to a career in the tech industry. Good choice. Very smart. Um, I'm currently leaning towards data science. Um, leaning towards data science. Um, but I'm not 100% sure. I have started developing my fundamental skills using Python, Excel, and SQL. What can I do to be confident in my decision and start off my career in data science? Um, first off, great choice. I think most engineers should really look in the mirror and ask if this is the career they want. Engineering's great. Engineering's really fun. I loved it for the math. I loved it for the problem solving. And I think it gave me a problem solving like framework and background that I'll never regret my entire life. It's so useful. However, I didn't love the career. I didn't love the homework. I didn't love like the actual part of being an engineer, you know? Um, so great choice going into tech, I think. Um, in terms of what you can do to be more con confident in your decision. Um, so yeah, you're trying to decide where you want to go in tech. I mean, first you need to explore everything in tech. What are the different options for you? Like, where do you want to go? What are the different options? Who do you want to be? You want to be a product manager? You want to do web? You want to do software development? Or do you actually like data science? Okay, how to know if you actually like data science? Read on Kaggle and towardsdatascience.com 10 minutes a day. Read one article a day on Kaggle.com. On Kaggle, it's less articles and more just like the competitions and notebooks. And on Towards Data Science, it's more of the articles. Read those every day, okay? 10 minutes a day, check those out. Um, I think those are so useful. And that's going to give you like a flavor of what data science is. I think it's the best way to know what data science is. Um, other things that you can do, of course, are like follow people on social media. Check me out on Instagram, Data Career Jumpstart. Check me out on YouTube, Avery Smith Data Scientist. Check out my podcast, Data Career Podcast. Consuming content is also a good way to know if you like it or not. Um, and then I would always say, if you want to like know what direction to go, or if you want to like something, I would say model people. Who do you look up to? Like, who's someone that that you look up to, Robert? And you're like, oh, like their career seems really interesting. I would like to be doing what they do. I think it's always easier to see someone's example and go from there. You know, um, in terms of being more confident, um, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's that's what I would do. I was read that. Um, in terms of your skills, being confident in your skills. I mean, practice, practice, practice. Like. That's all I can say. And for me, like, okay, I played, I played soccer growing up. You don't get better at soccer 
Okay, you do. You don't get growth in soccer doesn't come from watching film or like watching TV or like watching um or like reading about it or thinking about it. All those things are useful and they they help you grow. But the real growth comes when you step on the field. That's when it actually happens. When you're actually practicing, you spend an hour and a half touching the ball. And that's true of data too. You can you can learn a lot by reading. You know, that was my suggestion. Read. You know, you can do a lot. You can read a lot, or sorry, you can learn a lot by watching, by thinking. But you really don't get that growth until you step into the fields. You really don't get it. Um, I'm laughing at Robert Robinson here saying, you don't learn that much sitting on the bench. That's so true. Don't sit on the data bench. Get in the game. Get your feet dirty. Start doing projects. Uh, I mean, everyone who's watching, I don't know who's watching. I can't tell on LinkedIn. I know we got two people on YouTube watching right now. Do a data science project. Like, Get your feet dirty. Post about it. Talk about the process. Projects are the answer to everything. Actually, so um, I'm going to show you guys something. Hold on. Hold on. So I made these stickers and I'm going to give out these stickers on LinkedIn pretty soon. Um, in fact, actually everyone who's watching right now, send me a DM, say, say, um, Dave sticker. Okay. Dave sticker. I made these stickers. I'll send you, I'll send you one for free if you're watching right now. Okay. I made these stickers. Let me see if you can see it. You can't really. Oh, wait. Yeah, there we go. And it's a little Yeti. Okay. You guys see the little Yeti? Has little horns. It has a name tag. This Yeti is, his name's Dave. He's Dave the, the Data Yeti. Okay. And his name is Dave because it's actually an acronym. Oh, no, I have the glares here. It says Data Actions Verify Excellence. Take data actions, do something, step on the game, step on the field. And the answer, the thing that 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 Dave the Data Yeti is saying, okay, let's see. You can kind of see his answer is personal projects. Do a personal project. That is the answer to everything. Every question that's been asked here tonight. How do I feel more confident in data science? Do a personal project. Um, how do I like develop a structured plan? Do a data project. You know, Ricardo's talking about how do I find the best job? Do a data science project and talk about it. And we talked to Quincy. You know what's the, what's the advantage of a boot camp versus a bachelor's degree? Well, do projects, and that helps people learn better. Um, so, to be honest, do as much projects as you can possibly do. Um, remember Dave, the the data yeti. Um, if you guys are are watching right now, I'll send you a sticker so you guys can remember that. Data actions verify excellence. You want to be excellent? Take data actions. Um, that's it for the Ask Avery show today. I got to run. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Big shout out to Quincy for staying up till 2 a.m. to come on the show. Shout out to Ricardo for being on the show and being on time. I really appreciate him.